Hey guys, it's Maylee Thomas. I've got such a great show for you today on Texas Homegrown Music. My guest is Songbird Jones, and he's just that. He is a songbird. I mean, he is so talented. He writes songs for farms and ranches that are just incredible, and we're going to talk about that, as well as his own stuff, and you're going to love him. And plus, I have a lot of admiration for these guys that are full-time musicians, but they still have time to be a father to their kids. And he's not just a father, he's a dad. And I love that. So I'm not going to take much of your time. I want to get right to him. But before I go, I want to sing a song off one of my older records called Love Life, because this is Valentine's season, one of my favorite times of the year for us to share love with one another and to help others love life. And as you may know, I have a nonprofit called Love Life Foundation. And so this song, means a lot to me so we're going to play it right now for all of you and we come back we'll be with songbird jones
everybody with Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Songbird Jones. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here with you. Well, you know, I um I had to ask you because I love I love the whole name Songbird Jones. I think it's something really cool, and I dig it. You know, my hippie vibe. I'm I'm all about it. So you're gonna have to tell everybody the story on how you came up with that. But I'm going to call you Matt, if that's okay, yes, um, just while we're talking. And, um, and and give me a little rundown of how you got into this whole music thing and certainly where you came up with Songbird. Well, so before I started playing music, my brother Alan Jones, he's the middle brother, I'm the oldest, he had a band and people started calling him Songbird. So they called him Songbird Jones. And when I started my own band, um, we were searching for a name and we didn't want the Matt Jones band. And so I, I mentioned Songbird Jones one day and the band just loved it. And I don't particularly love the name, but I, uh, I'm kind of stuck with it and I'm growing into it. But my brother says that he's glad that I'm keeping the name alive. There you go. So, um, so are you the only one out of them that do you have, how many siblings tell me about growing up? Did, was it a musical family? What, you know, tell me all about that. So I'm the oldest of three boys. It's me and then Alan and Jeffrey. And no, we didn't really grow up. It wasn't a musical family. It was a sports family, baseball. My dad was a baseball coach. So we grew up at the ball field, at the football field, baseball field. My earliest music memories are driving the back roads from Fort Worth to Crowley with my dad listening to music with him and he would sing he would sing to the song sing harmony and we would listen to everything from oldies to country music to gospel black white gospel everything and that's my earliest memories of really listening to music and enjoying it and enjoying it with my dad well, um, I, I think it's a wonderful that he actually exposed you to something different than just one genre of music. Because, you know, my, mm-hmm. my take on, on it is always a good song is a good song, no matter what genre it is. Yes. And certainly we've seen in the last several decades how you can take a great song and turn it into whatever genre you want. I mean, I've heard some pretty cool renditions of um, songs, you know, of uh well, to- total metal songs even played bluegrass yes. and and love right. it. So uh, it's an interesting, interesting thing, right? Yes. So, so what uh, what instruments do you play? I play guitar. That's okay. it. I, I as you can see here behind. I'm in my 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 Songbird Jones headquarters here. It's a little shed I out see back. That. You've got. I see a banjo and though. So I you got can... a banjo. I got a bass. I've got a djembe in here and some other things. I got harmonicas, but really the only thing I can play is a regular old acoustic guitar. That's that's what I can. Play. So you have all that in there for other people to come in and play, or you do you just piddle around with it? and You don't want to say you play it because it's not quite it, for other people. Okay. Yeah. It's for vibe too. So maybe one well, day I'll learn how to play it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I dig it. I love seeing it back there. And you know, being that uh you know, my husband and I have the guitar sanctuary, he'll he'll tell you, you know, songs are only for the the guitar solo, you know, the lyrics and all that is just in the way until you get to the guitar solo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, funny. Um, uh, so, you know, I, it's an interesting, I know that you've 
you play in uh, McKinney. I know that you have played at a place called Harvest Downtown because the owner yes. called me up and told me about you and said, man, you've got to get this guy on the show. I went and listened to your music. I was like, where have I been? Why haven't I, why have I not um, been out to see you? I'm definitely going to make that um, happen. Great. But more than that, I, I'm, I'm not just going to come out and see you. I'm going to have you come and play for us. So we're going to work that out. And we'll talk about that a little later. But I, I know that you do something really interesting, and I want you to expound on that. And you will write a song. Uh, you'll collaborate with people, and you write songs for ranches and farms. Right. So right now, it's really mainly sticking to the they're, – they're more, they're more like they're heirloom-type songs. So it's okay. not – they're not – commercial songs uh, i can certainly do that but i'm writing songs about people's lives their history a rock a river um a grandma a horse a dog and i'm writing these 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 songs about the i call it the the the, the land that they love and the and that they call sacred so uh yes I, and i love it i absolutely love it well, I would imagine that um, it's, it's storytelling, basically. You're, you're yes. telling a story through music about people's personal lives and things that were important to them. And what a beautiful thing to do for them. There's something that'll, that it's rich that'll live on even beyond their own years. Yes. You know what? Maybe a good way to put it is that if I came into the guitar sanctuary and talked to you and your husband, you guys would tell me so much stuff about how it came to be. And, you know, I could just sit there with a recorder on and a piece of paper and you would tell me probably 10 songs because you're talking about your lives, where your heart is, uh, something that is really important to you. And all of a sudden, like people are just telling me songs and that's a lot of fun. They're telling you stuff that they may not tell other people. They're telling you memories. They're telling you about, about their land. And I'm just, frantically writing stuff down because it's so exciting that they're they're giving me this great material well you're you're an author you're you're pinning a story or you know you're mm -hmm. you're writing their story for them and i think it's amazing tell me some things that are, are some people or some places that really have um made an impact on you and what you what you would remember i don't want to throw you under the bus here and make you you know have to pull from it. I happen to be playing. I'm going to play one of them for everybody here at the end of this segment. But are there some um, families that you or, or stories that you remember personally that really had an impact on you? Well, one was I did five songs for a ranch in Perrin, Texas called um, called Lonesome Cedar. And I grew up with them. They were my parents age, but I grew up down the street from them and and so I knew them pretty well and they my entire life had really championed me in baseball and anything I did they were always very supportive and encouraging and about a year and a half ago or two I got to go to their land and do something for them uh, and so I wrote five songs for them I mean one song is about a turtle how they watch this turtle at their lake one song is called windshield therapy it's about their drive to their to their ranch uh so th that was a really special project and then the song that you're going to play is called a roping i did three songs for a family 
in southern Colorado, and their ranch is called Blue Hills Ranch. And gosh, it was a really very, very special project. Ropin is about their two, the two of the, the two boys, the two grandkids. Well, I, I listened to the song, and I, I tell you, it, you're definitely an old soul because it's a, it completely sounds like Texas country music and some of the iconic writers that we all have heard about. They're they they're long gone because they you know they were here certainly before I was really into um, the, the that kind of music, but. Um, you know, the George Jones kind of things and stuff that people, you know, the iconic writers. And what a beautiful thing for you to do for someone. I mean, what gave you this idea, Matt? Did someone ask you to do it and then you realized, oh, my gosh, I can do this for others? I wrote a song for my aunt and uncle when after they after I went to their ranch. They had us out. We had a great time. My aunt is so hospitable. Her husband uh, was as well. And I was inspired by that hospitality and love that they showed us. I wrote them a song. They loved it. My uncle loved it. And my aunt happened to be someone who growing up, I shared a lot of ideas with all kinds of ideas. And she was always just very, she was very encouraging. And so I said, Darlene, what do you think about if I wrote songs for people like this for, for ranches? And she said, Oh, that's, that's a great, that's a great idea. That's how it started. Something for my aunt. Just a, just a song. So um so tell me and tell our listening audience. We're going to we're going to talk about your other music as well, but w- if someone hears this and they d- they think of someone that they want to get you to write a song for, maybe just um, put your information out there. How would they find you and what would be the best uh, medium for them to do that? They could go to songbirdjones.com and just okay. send me a message that way. They could, okay. you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. There's links there on the website. Just songbird, songbirdjones.com. That's it. Well, I can tell you this. It would be a, it would be something so special. So if you're out there listening um, to this interview and you're thinking, wow, I would love to do something like that, take advantage of it because this is something that would last forever. And this is so personal. And I, I can't even imagine. I know how special it is um, for my kids and for my husband whenever I write a song that they know is specific for them and they know that it's going to last forever. How wonderful for you to do this for family, for a friend, um, or if you know some people that have a ranch or a farm that would love to have an heirloom song written about them, you need to you need to turn them on to this. So tell them to go to songbirdjones.com and make a request. And I'm getting ready to play a song for you, and you're going to know why this is so special. I I feel like I know these boys after hearing that song, and I love the fact that you wrote in there, you know, the things about how their um, their mom wants them to go to college or maybe be to become an attorney or a doctor. Or I don't remember what it was, but how right. but, you know they've got something else on their mind. <laughs> Just a rope, in, yes. I think, is what you said. And what a fun song! So I'm going to play it right now for all you listeners out there, and we come back we'll talk some more with songbird jones about his songs and and also some songs that he's wrote about his children that are that if you heard the song you would love it anyway and not realize that it's about his kids but this Thank guy's you. got a gift and he's given you an opportunity to, to get in on it so i i'm so happy to have it have you on the show today and to share this with everybody so i'm going to play this song right now called roping 
by Songbird Jones. When we come back, we'll talk about all the other things that he's got going on right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. In southern Colorado, amongst the bighorn and the deer, lived two young buckaroos, shade and sharp. Brothers by blood, cowboys by choice, loving their mama and hard work. Just like their daddy, who is like his daddy too. Well-rounded cowpoke, strong and smart. Like any good rancher, they carry a rope, and that lasso has a hold of their heart. They love roping, they're always roping. They're dreaming, scheming, thinking about a roping, a roping chairs, roping goats, roping dogs, an old fence post, no joking, they're always roping. Learning every day, math and history, college bound for sure, their mama says. Maybe one day a lawyer or accountant, but that look deep in their eyes says no way. Hey, brother, let's throw a leg over. Swing a loop, turn a steer. Both good enough to rope either end. Sharps on the head, shades on the heel. They love roping, they're always roping. They're dreaming, scheming, thinking about a roping. Roping snakes, roping sticks, roping cows, roping chickens, no joking. They're always roping. Their obsession and compulsion can be traced to their genetics. When Gramps set out to working on a ranch, then along came their dad, Aunt Jojo, and Uncle Walter, all roping at the drop of the hat. There was the cowboy toy and the fast lane dummy that the little black steer and school steed. Buckets of sand in Granny's garden and found in the arena. Found in the arena. Now can't you just hear it? The nats are getting all excited. These two young fellows are high call and in prime position for that gold buckle. A good time here and they'll be right in the hunt from Fowler, Colorado, Sharp and Shade Shala. They love her open. They're always roping. They're dreaming, scheming, thinking about a roping. A roping mama, a roping dad, whatever they can rope and get the rope back. No joking, they're always roping. No joking, they're always roping. No joking, they're always roping. One, two, three, four. Well, we're back with Matt, um, and I, I, I'm going to call you Matt, but everybody out there, his his he goes by Songbird Jones, and I love it. 
Um, I think it's a really cool thing, and I think you're gonna. It's, it's something we can remember. You know, there's a yeah. there's a lot of mats out there. Come on, and there's a lot yes. of, you know, there's a lot of uh, of country guys with a lot of the set. There's a lot of Luke's, and you know what I mean. So if you can do something Jones. different, do it and run yes. with it. Yes. So, um, so Matt, you're working on a project. I know that um, that we're going to be able to play one of the songs that's not even out yet. But you took a trip to Tulsa, I guess, or where did where did you go to do this um, recording? And tell me about it. Well, it started. We were living in Tulsa for a month. The past few years, my wife has been in school, and I was taking care of the kids full time. And she good had for a, you. Yes, yes, it was good. It was fun. Um, but we went to Tulsa where she had a rotation and while I was there in Tulsa, I just, I found a, a studio, found some guys there and recorded the song. i recorded a song called if it takes Tulsa and I liked it so much and liked working with them so much that about a month later, I took a trip back up there in December and recorded some more songs with them. Well, before you tell me about the other songs, I just now got it. So if it takes Tulsa for you, and I know it, I know it's if it takes Tulsa, but I know that that uh, the stinger there is if it takes Tulsa for you. So is it about? Was it a little bit about your wife and about you moving to Tulsa for a month so she could finish doing what she was doing? Yes, exactly. And also, it was a surprise for me. We we really liked Tulsa. We felt at home in the neighborhood we were at, and. You know, I thought we aren't going to move up there. I don't think we are, but we thought oh, we could we could live here, and so I just had this whole this whole idea of that I you know I would I would move here for you. I would chase you up to up to Tulsa. So well, it's a cool town actually. I live I I spent some time on a ranch out there in my really young age of twenty. Three, I think I was 23, mm-hmm. 24, um, place called Skyatook, which is outside of, a little bit outside of Tulsa. But I actually enjoyed it. Um, you know, it seemed like it was a little more progressive um, than the areas of Oklahoma that I had been to before. So I, mm-hmm. I actually dug it. And, I, and my band played up there um, a gig at their little, I think they have a, like an amphitheater that has water around it or something is what I remember. Okay. But um pretty cool place it is. so Great um place. well so tell me about this project and what uh who you're working with and when when we can expect to have a a release and I, I know a lot of people i think you told me it was an ep i know a lot of people are getting a lot more longevity out of their recordings by releasing singles so tell me how you're going to do it and 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 what we can expect well you know that if it takes Tulsa is on YouTube. We kind of put it out there just so that it's out there. We like this, like the song so much. Um, but I'm thinking that late spring, early summer, I'll release this four song EP. Okay. And it's, uh, it's called if it takes Tulsa. And then I got a song called play my guitar for you. And then Vickery Boulevard. And then a song called Cougar Ridge road. And I re- I recorded it with a guy named Andrew bear. He it's his studio. And he's the keyboard player for Jason Boland. And cool. then Jake Lynn, who I would say was a help produce it. He was he was my contact point to the studio. He's a drummer for Jason Boland. And he also sang harmonies on the album uh, on the EP. And I believe he sings harmonies for Jason Boland. So okay. and then a guy named Matt Maxwell played bass on the tracks and he's luke combs bass player 
Okay. And then a guy named Johnny V. Molinax, who is a uh, great guitar player up in Tulsa, plays with a lot of people, does all kinds of all kinds of styles but he he was awesome he played on the album too fun i mean how fun for you to bring in you know to have those cats that obviously know what they're doing <laughs> to yes. come and play and you didn't have to look for them that kind of found you in a way yes right? yeah you know it was nice too um to go to just take a chance and go into a studio and record with some guy they didn't know and it took off some some of the pressure on me to, I just went up there and or that first time I just gave them the song and they recorded it it sounded great and I said oh well, I want some more so I came back up there and got- <laughs> you went back for some more yep came back for some more so I'm waiting on the mixes the mixes I think should be coming in the next couple of weeks and then like I said the early spring or late spring early summer I'll release four song EP well um hopefully I'll get you um I'm 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 probably letting a cat out of the bag, but I really want to have you come and play for us at um, TMR this year. And maybe we can have you play some of this new music when you come there. It would be fantastic. I would love that. For sure. We absolutely will. I would love that. So um, I noticed um, listening to your music that you have some other songs. um, And I believe I heard that you have a daughter by the name of Jubilee. Is that right? Yes. Jubilee. And, um, Yep, Jubilee, and then you have a son by the name of J- Jotham. Okay, J-O-T-H-A-M, so E H A M Jotham. We call him Jot or Jot Man. Okay, Jotham. That's him. an interesting name. Yes, it, we. You know, one of the reasons we have several reasons for them both having interesting names, but we're Matt and Jen Jones, so we're generic Central uh, America names, and we we wanted our kids to not have generic names so we we started there but jubilee and jotham you weren't gonna have a debbie and a dave or a <laughs> right my mom's Debbie. so yeah debbie oh, there jones, you go <laughs> mark jones is my dad you know so we, we branched that a little bit there on the names <laughs> well you've got you've written songs for them as well i noticed you have a beautiful song i listened to called jubilee waltz yeah um about your daughter or it's, it's certainly got to be a little bit about your daughter because i heard the lyrics of it, it and then you've also got a jot man or something don't you yeah so Jubilee Waltz is really, it's one of my favorite songs I've written. E- even when I'm singing it, I, a line will jump out and I'll think, wow, that was a great line. So it definitely was inspired. You know, one of the lines is says, something so small makes me stand up so tall. Yeah. And so the, the, if you want to hear, it's a, it's a fun little live version of it at my house. You just go to YouTube, type in the Jubilee Waltz Songbird Jones it's me, my band, and all of our families singing the Jubilee Waltz together on all acoustic instruments. So I've got a piano in my house. And what was really cool is all of our bands uh, just grabbed instruments from my house and played it. So our our pedal steel player and, and guitar player, he played upright bass. Our guitar player played guitar. Um, our bass player played piano. And then our, drum, our drummer played a cajon. And uh, it was really, it was fun. It was a great way to celebrate my daughter and my band and my family. And 
Oh, that's that's so special, Matt. And I love yeah. that you got that on video and that your daughter can grow up and go back and look at that, how much pleasure and joy she's brought to you. And, um, oh, I can't imagine how wonderful that is um, for you to have. Yeah. And, and then tell me about your son and, and the song you wrote about him. So I did I did three songs for each of them. I did three songs and then put them both out in different EPs. About the time they turned one, I put them both out. And I did three songs for my son, Jotham. One of them is called Jot Man, which is what we call him. Um, my favorite song on that album is probably called Love at First Sight. And it's just, it's about him when he was born, the first verse. But then the second and third verse look forward to the future. Like when he uh, calls me for something or he meets his uh, his special someone that's about, it looks forward. So uh our bass player well he's actually moved to san antonio but our old bass player jacob tilton produced that and then my guitar player and uh friend paul bull produced the the jubilee waltz well it's a beautiful song and i'm i mean it's one of those things where i i talk about a lot of these songs here and i can't i don't have time to play all of your music but mm -hmm. i do want to send people to it so if you're listening please do yourself a favor and, and listen to the Jubilee Waltz and go watch that video. I'm I, As soon as we're done with this interview, I'm going to go pull up the video because I'm yes. just a sucker for those kind of um, tear-up moments, <laughs> you know, with family. And I'm, I'm definitely going to take an advantage of that and, and, and watch that for sure. But yes, I think sounds like you're a very sensitive person, Matt, and <laughs> very keyed into um, the things in life that are pretty particularly important which i believe is relationships and whether that be yes, with your absolutely. um with your significant other and your family and you know it kind of gets to the place where we get so busy trying to support ourselves and and you know to get the things and the stuff that just doesn't mean anything. You right. know, I'm I'm at a place in my life where I have unfortunately um I'm watching a lot of friends and 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 some of my friends parents um get older and and pass away and all of this stuff that was so meaningful to them that they worked so hard to get just turns into uh, free for all for anybody that'll come and get it or that they put it out on the street and it just goes everywhere and you mm -hmm. you, you know it's just not important. The important thing is, did you invest in other lives and can your memory live on? Because those things can't speak of you, but we can. Right. And I think it's important for us to remember what's in, what what our lives are really about. It's about the relationships that we have. And that's how we live on. Um, and as musicians, what a beautiful thing for us to have music that's out there forever. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I think one of the you, I, you hit the nail on the head and a really hard thing to do. It always has been hard. It always will be hard. It gets harder and harder, I think, with all the distractions we have. But trying to be present with people, with our family, with, you know, whoever we're talking to, it, that's that's the key to the that's a big key to that relationship that like that you're talking about that really matters is, is being present with people. So it's, oh it's hard. Gosh. It's worth it. It's hard really because hard. we have all these distractions, but, um, and I know I'm just as guilty, but I don't, it's just so disheartening for me to see people sit together on their phones yeah. and not, be, not look each other in the eye. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, we've just gotten to this place where 
communication is always done now through through the cyber world and you know through text and I I don't know we're missing out on so much by doing that and also I tell my kids all the time you know we when we were growing up and I I hate that I didn't like to hear my parents talk about you know well I did blah 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 but there was something special about being able to take a breath and not have to have an answer right now and give yourself mm. an opportunity to relax and not move on emotions. Um, you know, we call someone, if they didn't answer, we had to wait till they were home. Yeah. You know, and um, we wrote letters. <laughs> yeah. And now I don't even know, you know, I was so shocked that my 25-year-old daughter came to me the other day and wanted to know, how do I write a check? I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't guess you've ever written a check. You know, I mean, (laughs) it's just we had to call, which this is what we've been talking about. Some of my friends, we we had to if we wanted to call and talk to a girl, we had to call their house and probably talk to their dad, their mom, their older brother, their older sister. And yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. I know. Sometimes you didn't get to talk to them. I'm sorry. They can't talk right now. You're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, you get hung up on or something. I didn't get that instant gratification. Right. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time Debbie down in where we're at, where we're at in the world, because there are some beautiful things about what's happened with social media. I I think I told someone the other day, I've had people reach out to me that I didn't know where they were. And Mm -hmm. after many, many years, decades, you know, because of um, social media, they were able to reach me and, and, you know, find out where I was and what I was doing. So there are some good ways to use it. We just have to be cognizant of how we how we do that. But well, I want to play um, If It Takes Tulsa for you. And now that I know that it was a song about your wife and about your trip to Tulsa, it makes it even more special. And that's what I love about this show. I get to I get to hear the, the meaning behind some of these um, songs. So here we are with Songbird Jones. We're going to play a song that's not even released yet. You can see you can um, hear it in, on uh, YouTube. But it's called If It Takes Tulsa. He'll be releasing this on an EP later on this year, perhaps before the summer hits. But uh, you're hearing it right here on Texas Homegrown Music. And we'll be right back with Matt, also known as Songbird Jones. And here we go, If It Takes Tulsa. I could see your tattoo when I looked out the window Climbing in your pickup truck I could stop you You was a goner Left me in a cloud of dust My foxy little foreigner I done my best to hold you But you never did see the light I know you missed your mama Your sister, your grandma It was only a matter of time If it takes Tulsa I moved up Oh, key honey. If it takes Tulsa, I'll move to Oklahoma. 
So here we are back on Texas Homegrown Music with my guest, Songbird Jones. And you guys, on that little break, I got to meet his uh, daughter and son. And what a beautiful thing you got going there, buddy. I know you're so happy to be a daddy with those kiddos. It's got to be fun. Absolutely. So proud. And I'm so proud of you. I heard you say earlier that um, you you're, you you were kind of Mr. Mom for a while there. I was. Uh, while and I, I, I'm a true believer in taking having that opportunity for you to, to be a part of your children's lives when they're young. Because so many men are not able to do that. And I understand it. But if you have an opportunity to do that, I think it's great. And the kids never forget it. Right. And I think there's a lot of musicians out there, a lot of a lot of singers, songwriters that are, are in the same boat as absolutely as me, taking care of the kids. And but yeah, absolutely. Special, One of my good buddies um, that I love so much, Jason Lovell. I don't know if you know him. He's the lead singer for the Buffalo Ruckus. Mm-hmm. And he's a Mr. Mom. And I think it's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing to see them um, be able to, you know, garner that kind of relationship so early on and have a foundation with their kids like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, let's talk about, you've got a big thing coming up in Heiko, I think in March, uh, the end of March. Tell me about that and what you're doing. Yes, so I'll give you two. It's March 24th and then April 1st, and they're both in the same place. It's a place called Green Canoe Outfitters. It's a brand new uh, venue space in Heiko that's so cool. Uh, I would recommend anyone anytime to stop by they also have a a food truck dos burros if i'm saying that right uh dos burros there's two two dos burros. Burros. <laughs> okay <laughs> great food uh a couple of my friends own that i mean this it's a it's an awesome spot so green canoe outfitters and Heiko. but on the april 1st we have a full band show and then on april 20 or sorry april 1st is the full band show March 24th, we're going to release a special song and video. It's called If You Give Her the Reins, She'll Run. And it's, it's, it is a coming-of-age song about a girl, a, a cowgirl that lives in Glen Rose, from Glen Rose, and her name's Hallie. I think she's about 20, 21 years old. So we're going to release a, a video that she essentially stars in. She's going to be the cowgirl on the, on the screen. Cool. That's so cool. So is this one of the things that you did where you write for someone? Yes. It, I started to talk to one of my friends about writing songs for ranches, for farms and ranches. And he got real excited about that idea and, and the projects I was doing. And he, he had a friend um, story, this girl, Hallie, he said, you got to hear this girl's story. You got to hear about her. You should write a song about her. And so that's, I ended up writing a song, song about her and we are putting, putting it out with the video and the whole, what do they say? Whole, shebang. The whole, the whole shebang, all of it. Whole shebang. whole shebang. Well, it sounds like a place to be. So if you're out there listening and you're anywhere near Heiko on March the 24th or April 1st, what's the name of the place again? Green Canoe Outfitters. It's attached to the mercantile. I think that's what okay. it's called. Beautiful, beautiful old building. Definitely worth a stop by. You should you should definitely stop by. But it's close to Stephenville. It's close to okay. Glen Rose, Heiko. Yep. Heiko, Texas. 
All right. And then um, I think I told uh, the audience earlier on that I wanted to have you come and play for me. So I am going to yeah. definitely just say you're going to do it. We're going to have the Texas Music Revolution, of course, the first weekend of June. And I've got a stage there, the Texas Homegrown Music Stage. And I'd love to have Songbird Jones and, and, and perhaps the whole band come and yeah. play on that Saturday. So we'll work it out for all you guys out there listening. I'm going to have them in McKinney, so you guys need to come and check it out. Uh, and we're going to have so much fun music. And uh, we just talked about the release of the show this i mean the release of the festival this week tickets are on sale now so you need to go get your tickets we sold out of vips last year very quickly and so i look forward to doing the same thing again this year with a lot of great great artists out there and one of them's gonna be songbird jones yeah matt i'm so glad you were on the show today and i'm so grateful that rick wells reached out to me and i am just Always excited to hear about new artists and especially ones that have such a gift like you do, certainly for songwriting and also pretty darn good voice there, Bubba. I mean, well, thank I, you. Thank you. I, I, I really like your I like your style and I like your demeanor and I can just tell you're just a really good human. And I'm so happy that I got to meet you today. Well, likewise, I really appreciate it. And a quick shout out to Rick and Harvest and McKinney. We love yeah. going out there and playing there. Well, it's a we great place, and they food. love you. Let me just good. tell you, they love you. So we, we love being um, there. And yeah, I don't. You don't even know this, but my husband, who is also the mayor of McKinney, has a uh, you know he's a builder and developer and all that. He's actually the one that's building the new restaurant for Harvest. Oh, cool. I've been yeah, up there, and, and so. It's going to be it. fabulous. It's going to be fabulous. I'm looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for being on the show. And we're going to play a song called Microphone Blues right now. Um, he, you, he sent this to me because he knew I loved blues. And I'll tell you what, dude, I really dig this song. It's a, it's a fun song. And thank you're a you. fun person. And thank you so much for being on the show. And we'll be right back on okay. Texas Homegrown Music talking about what we have coming up. But right now I'm going to play Microphone Blues from Songbird Jones.
got the microphone blues Microphone blue That snuck in my mouth And now they're in my shoes And no matter what I do Can't seem to lose Microphone blues Microphone Well, I enjoyed today's show so much and also just getting to know someone like Songbird Jones that, you know, has dedicated his life to not only helping, you know, his own family, but also other families have songs about their ranches and farms that mean so much to them. I think that is such a beautiful thing. Plus, he's just a really all-around great guy, and I know you guys had to have gotten that from the interview, so... I just want to say thank you, Songbird Jones, for being with me today, and thank you all for listening. So I want to say this one thing. We lost an incredible writer, and I know that uh, many of you out there probably have heard songs from him and didn't even realize it, but Burt Bacharach passed away this week, and I grew up on some of that music because my parents played vinyl records, and they definitely had Burt Bacharach playing in the background, so I want to close the show today with the song called What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. Dionne Warwick is actually singing this song, and it's a beautiful way to let you guys know that we need more love in our world, more kindness, so you know me, peace, love, and kindness. I want to say thanks again to the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and also Burris Injury Law for making this show possible. And I'm so excited about Texas Music Revolution 27 on June the 2nd and 3rd. You guys get your tickets early. We sold out of our VIP last year. We had a fabulous time, and I know this year is going to be even better. So peace out, everybody. Love you guys. We'll see you next time here on Texas Homegrown Music.
just for some, but for now. 